Hello everyone, Bob Main here with another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. A practical show done by a practical guy, and that is me. You know, on this show, I don't go tinfoil hat about conspiracy theories or anything like that. I just keep things rooted in common sense. Sometimes I talk about some survivalism. Most of the time, I'm talking about guns, and most specifically, handguns. In just a plain, simple, everyday guy type of style. So, this is episode 628, to be exact, coming out May 14th. 2023 on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. Where would any of us be without mothers? And, you know, you got to think about that. That's, you know, I mean, just just sit and think about that. I got to talk a little bit about my mom. She is a pillar of strength. She has been, she's 79 years old, going through some challenges right now. But I would not be anywhere near the kind of person that I am right now without the strength and the love and the understanding and the support, the mercy, the comfort, the strength, the love and everything that my mother gave me through some really tough times. One day, maybe on this show, I will talk a little bit about what I went through when I was young. Um, I lost my dad unexpectedly to a tragic death and it was pretty tough and it was um you know really really hard on my mom i'll get into details about that one day but you know and then most of you know that you know i lost my wife that i was married to for 23 and a half years she also was a great mother Uh, she passed in 2017 and of course now i'm blessed with a wonderful wonderful new wife and a mother and they're just they're all so special so having said that i want to continue with the series what do you carry and why i don't have a special guest this week so i am going to be my own guest and talk to you a little bit about what i've been carrying lately and why and how i have it set up and things like that pretty cool stuff that i want to talk about remember this is a listener supported show so if you get some benefit from this show please consider supporting me Uh, i don't have paid sponsors anymore and i pretty much prefer it that way i like the listeners to support me and then you also have the say in what i cover on this show i think next week i'm going to have a listener talking about what he carries and why i'm going to set that interview up this week and get that done and get that posted for you next week i'm going to reach out to brad brad and i attend a bible study together and we've known each other for quite some time now and he carries every day just like i do and so i'm going to have him discuss what he's carrying and why he carries it i want to get into my two everyday carry guns my two everyday carry guns. And I've been really, really happy with this setup. I guess I should say three. Three carry guns. I talked a little bit about this a month ago, but I want to expand on this. The first one I want to talk about is my Wilson Combat SIG P365X. 
And let me let me tell you why I call it that. Uh, I bought I originally bought an original uh, P365, the original version. A little while later, I bought a Wilson Combat Grip module for it, and it was okay, but it wasn't great. Uh, it does it does improve the grip, and it improves the ability to get a good grip and therefore shoot the gun better because it's it's pretty small gun in my hands the p365 and the wilson combat grip made it a little bit fatter and uh, not much but a little bit the grip texture is what i really like and the whole shape of the grip but it, it just wasn't quite what i was looking for so I bought a Wilson Combat Grip Module for my SIG P365XL. Now that was really good. I really like this Wilson Combat Grip Module. The great thing about these little SIG guns, I recommend these little SIG guns to anybody. I recommend them to anybody. Um, I don't know very many people that are unhappy with any of these SIG uh, P-Series guns. Uh, 365 guns the p365s and i know a lot of people who own them and i've had them now for let's see i bought my first one back in 2020 i think it was 2020 so you know a little over three years now and i have to say these these are fantastic little little guns the modularity is what's so cool uh, you can change out a grip module in these guns in five minutes or less with just one real simple, small, little tool. So it started with Ben Branham. He brought his SIG P365XL to a competition match a few months back, and he let me shoot it. And when once I used his Wilson Combat grip module, used that gun with the Wilson Combat module, Man, I was impressed. I was impressed. And they're only like 65 or $70. Now, there's other grip modules. You know, there's Icarus Precision. There's Boresight Solutions. Um, Mystery Machine, I think, is what it's called. No, Mischief Machine, I think. Uh, there's a lot of different grip modules. I I'm only going to talk about the Wilson Combat because it's what I got experience with. The texturing on this is fantastic. They have a better undercut. Um, where your where your middle finger on your shooting hand rests just under the trigger guard much better than the stock factory grip and the beaver tail is better the beaver tail is better it's better designed it's bigger it's more effective and none of this makes it any harder to conceal but the the x length grip on the P365 slide and upper, that is a fantastic combination. And that's what I've got. Oh man, I can just get a really nice full and complete grip that stays in my hand. And my hand sticks to this grip. And it makes it so much more balanced, easier to shoot. And I don't have the, I have the, remember, I have the regular P365 upper. So it's got 
the slightly curved trigger, which I don't mind. I don't mind the curved trigger. Um, the flat trigger is nice too, but I, I kind of like this curved trigger. I'm just used to shooting triggers like this. Um, and it is just a really cool setup. I will put a picture of this on the Facebook post uh, when I when I posted about this episode and on the Twitter feed as well. Uh, find me on Facebook at Handgun World Podcast, and I am at Handgun World on Twitter. So I call it my P365 Wilson Combat. P365X. The only difference is I don't have the optic cutout. And I don't have the straight trigger. Which I could do if I wanted to buy a different slide and buy a different fire control group. But I like it just the way it is. I like it. It's it's an iron-sided gun. I know that. Uh, I'll carry something different if I want to carry something with an optic, which I'm going to talk about soon. Now, I may invest in a regular P365X in the near future. I may do that because I want the optics cut and I want the straight trigger so that I can play around with that a little bit. Again, I'm, I'm just fine with the curved trigger on these P365 guns, but I do like the straight trigger. I have, already have a P365XL, and I could just use the fire control group from that. In fact, that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm going to use the fire control group from that and then just buy a 365X slide so I can have the optics cut on it. But, you know, the, the iron sights on these SIG guns are just fine. And if I don't like them, eventually I can always change these sights out as well. I still have not made the transition over to red dots for everyday carry. Or I guess I should say optics. I have a bad habit of calling them red dots. I should call them optics because a lot of people prefer the green dots. And actually, so do I. When I shoot gun with a green dot, I can see the green dot better than I can see a red dot. So my P365X Wilson Combat. Uh, what a great setup. What a great setup. And... You know, I use the 12-round magazines plus one in the chamber. I don't use any extensions on my magazines. Uh, 13 rounds is enough for me, folks. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with 13 rounds. And I can be so much more accurate with this P365 with the X-Length grip module. Uh, that's the other thing I found out. So much more accurate just because I can get just a better, much more solid grip. And that just makes a huge difference. And, and the other thing is that's cool is if I want to put a 15-round mag in, in here, I can put a 15-round and a 17-round magazine in this little pistol if I wish. Um, it makes it a lot less concealable. So when it comes to everyday carry, concealed carry, the 12-round magazines are good enough for me. The 13 rounds in the pistol is good enough for me. Um, I carry this gun outside the waistband. And I want to talk a little bit about why I carry outside the waistband. I use a Concealment Solutions Cobra holster. Cobra Compact. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's the regular Cobra model. Uh, Jason Christensen at Concealment Solutions made this for me. I think it was a month after I got the gun, like three years ago. Uh, what a great holster. 
And, you know, Concealment Solutions used to be a sponsor of mine. I still recommend their products because I use them. They are great. By the way, you can win one of these holsters, these Cobra holsters, and one of his Python everyday belts, everyday carry belts. So there's going to be two winners that listen to this show. All you have to do is something very simple. Just sign up for email notifications. Or sign up for my free concealed carry article that I wrote called Because I Can't Carry a Cop. You can do both of those at handgunworld.com. If you sign up for either the email notifications for new podcast episodes or you sign up to get my free download, my free article, you will be eligible on May 31st. It's coming up soon in a couple weeks. Two people. One will win a Cobra outside the waistband holster the other will win the new python everyday carry belt that's made by concealment solutions so that's how i carry it and outside the waistband is really no harder for me to conceal than inside the waistband i mean maybe a little bit more difficult but it doesn't matter to me Uh, i'm in texas so texas is a pretty gun-friendly state uh, and i really don't care if somebody can see that I'm carrying a gun. Um, I just, I really don't care because I'm not breaking any law. If my gun prints, there's no law anymore in Texas that says that that's a problem. So I really don't care. And this P365 carried outside the waistband in a Cobra holster uh, underneath an untucked shirt. Uh, People don't know what that is. I mean, and even if they do know what it is, like I said, I don't care. (laughs) I really don't care if they know I'm carrying a gun. Actually, they ought to be happy that I'm carrying a gun near them. Uh, Because, you know, I mean, there's a chance that maybe if their life is in danger, I might protect them. Um, Maybe not, because I'm interested in protecting myself or my loved ones and my family that might be in serious danger. But, you know... If a bad guy starts doing something in the area and um, I feel like I'm threatened, maybe my actions might also save somebody else's life. I don't know. But again, I really don't care if they know I'm carrying a gun. They probably don't. And outside the waistband is so much faster. Faster draw. And it's more comfortable. A lot more comfortable. I used to carry guns inside the waistband all the time. I've carried them appendix carry and strong side carry inside the waistband. And I'm telling you, outside the waistband for me, it just beats all of those other methods. It just does. Because it's so much more comfortable, so much faster if I have to get draw the gun. If i got to draw the gun, it's so much faster. And just more comfortable. So, you know... Um, that's how I do it. And I've been doing it like that for several years. And these holsters are well-made. And I think you can hear as I'm playing with it right now, you can hear the gun when I put it inside the holster. It snaps right into place. And it's very, very secure. That's the other thing. It's very secure. And it's perfect for concealed carry. And I also, I practice with this gun. That's the key. You got to practice with your everyday carry guns. All right, so let's move on. Move on to another gun. The other gun I want to talk about 
I do not carry every single day yet. I probably will, but not yet. The reason I say not yet, I haven't given it a thousand round trigger job. And I'm a firm believer in thousand round trigger jobs. Today's guns are so well built and so reliable, you probably could get away with a 500 round trigger job, but that's the minimum. So I have not shot this thing 500 rounds and proven its reliability yet. But this is a Shadow System CR920 Elite. And it's got the optics cut. The Elite versions of all these Shadow Systems guns, they have the optics cut. Uh, some of the combat versions also have an optics cut. So this one is going to get an optic after I give it the 500 round trigger job. Actually, 1,000. I'm going to shoot this thing 1,000 rounds. You know, 1,000 rounds of 9mm, what does it cost? 300 bucks? Okay, I'm going to put that in my budget. I'm going to budget, you know, uh, as soon as I can to spend $300 and shoot this gun 1,000 rounds. And there's a couple of reasons I'm going to do that. Number one, like I said, I firmly believe in shooting your, your carry guns a lot so that you're good with them. And it does smooth out the trigger a little bit the more you shoot it. Dry fire also helps, but I don't think anything replaces live fire. Live fire practice is just so awesome. I, you know, I'm, I am a fan of dry fire practice, but I just don't think that dry fire beats live fire practice. Uh, after 16 years of doing this, that's for me at least, that's what I've found for me. So once I get between 500 to 1,000 rounds on this, then I'll pick an optic. I'm kind of leaning towards a Holison EPS carry, the Holison EPS carry. I've had a chance to shoot a gun with that optic. There's a couple of others I'm looking at. I'm considering a Trigicon uh, optic and a different uh, Holison model of optic. So this will be my optic carry pistol. What a sweet gun this is. And I'm using the 13-round mag and one of the chambers, so I got 14 rounds. You know, it's amazing. I used to brag when I carried a Glock 19 every day that it had 16 rounds. Wow, how about that? I got a gun with 16 rounds. But a Glock 19 is significantly bigger than my P Wilson Combat P365 and significantly bigger than my Shadow Systems CR920 Elite, and much bigger than my Glock 43X. So, I used to brag that I had 16 rounds. Well, now I got 14 in this little Shadow System CR920. I mean, wow. The technology of guns now is just so great. And, you know, I can have 13 rounds in my slightly smaller P365 Wilson Combat. Uh, the technology is so great. So I don't think the extra two rounds going from 16 down to 14, I, I don't think that's going to affect me. I, I really don't. I've always been a big fan of knowing that you have to win the fight if you're in one with the gun you have and the magazine you have and the rounds that you have on you as soon as you draw the gun. Uh, there's just a lot of evidence, a lot of evidence, folks, that people just, they just don't reload in a civilian self-defense gun incident. They just don't. 
They just don't reload, you know. Um, now, it's one reason why I don't like five-shot revolvers. You know, they're tough to shoot, but that's not the most um, negative thing for me. The little five-shot revolvers are simply that, five shots. That's it. So, and, and I can't load a revolver very quickly, folks. I just can't. No matter what I use, what I try, I've tried it for a long time. Uh, I've, you know, owned revolvers and messed around with revolvers. And, you know, I, I would have to do some serious, serious long-term training to get to the point where I could rev uh, reload a revolver efficiently, which is just simply why I don't carry one. I also will be carrying my CR920 Elite outside the waistband in the same type of Cobra holster, Cobra outside the waistband concealment solutions holster. Um, I use a wilderness tactical instructor's belt or sometimes an Aries gear belt. Both of them are great. Both of them are excellent concealed carry belts. And I have nothing bad to say about the Wilderness Tactical Instructor's Belt or the uh, Ares Gear. A-R-E-S, Ares Gear. Uh, great belts. Both of them are infinitely adjustable, which I think is absolutely critical to have a belt that does not have belt loops, um, but rather... Um, you know, it doesn't have the holes in a belt like you see in a conventional leather belt. It's infinitely adjustable. In other words, you can adjust the tightness to anything you want. And that's important because a different gun in a different type of holster balances and weighs a little different. And you have to be able to adjust your belt accordingly. Now, last but not least, I also want to talk about my Glock 42. Yeah, I still carry a Glock 42 occasionally. I totally love the Glock 42. I think everybody needs to have one. If you want to have a small 380 gun that is good for new shooters or recoil sensitive people, you know, and people that just want to have success shooting and a new shooter maybe, and somebody that doesn't want a huge muzzle blast and not a lot of recoil, the Glock 42 is for you. The Glock 42. And I carry it same way in an outside the waistband. Concealment Solutions Cobra holster. I believe in sticking with the same kind of holster in the same place every time. Same holster, same place every single time. Um... It's just such a small gun. It's so small, convenient, and easy to conceal, and so easy to shoot. I have a seven-round magazine. I took a six-round Glock magazine that came with it, and I put a Pierce uh, one-round extension on it. So I got eight rounds in the gun. I, I'm, not, I'm not unhappy about eight rounds of 380. i I'm really not. I think I'm okay. I think my training level and my skill level is at the point now where I can win the fight with eight, eight rounds. Um, I really believe. And I, and I got a spare magazine, even though I'm probably not ever going to have to reload, just in case. So, And by the way, I do carry extra magazines. I just don't carry extra magazines with the intent of using them to provide myself with more ammo in the fight. If I need to, the magazine's there. But the biggest reason I carry an extra magazine is in case I have some kind of a magazine malfunction. 
I can get that magazine out of the gun and get the fresh one in there and keep fighting if I need to. That's my thought on carrying an extra magazine. So like I said, I got to the point where I think I can win with the eight rounds in my Glock 42. And I carry some pretty hot-loaded, effective self-defense 380 rounds in there. And I, I think I'll get the job done. But that gun I only carry about 20% of the time. And there are specific cases for me to use that small little Glock 42 for carry. When I really, really have to be discreet and where it's very, very important that nobody knows I'm carrying a gun. Sometimes I'll even step down to my Ruger LCP Max. No, I'm sorry. Ruger LCP 2 pocket gun. Uh, and that's got seven rounds. So I think it's seven rounds or eight rounds in that. There are times I might have to, but that's also rare. I maybe pocket carry 10% of the time and use my Glock 42 20% of the time. So 70 or 80% of the time, it's my P365 Wilson Combat and soon to be my Shadow Systems CR920 Elite. So this is called What Do You Carry and Why? So I just told you about what I carry. Now I'm going to talk about why. Reliability is the most important thing on my list. Always has been. The gun has to work. Which is why I will not everyday carry the Shadow System CR920 until it works and it works flawlessly. And if there's problems with it, I will get the problems fixed. And keep on shooting it and shooting it until it's 100%. But I don't know. I don't know. I've only fired about... 40 or 50 rounds through this pistol so far. It's been fine. You know, supposedly there's a break-in period. I haven't had any issues yet. I haven't. And uh, during the break-in period. But this P365 Wilson Combat, oh man, this thing, it's never let me down. Never had a malfunction. And I've shot it a lot. I've lost track of the round count. But it's a lot. It's a lot. My Glock 42, stone cold reliable. Actually, same with my little Ruger LCP2. Absolutely 100% reliable. So that's the most important thing. The other reason why I carry these is I firmly believe in concealment. I'm not an open carry guy. Uh, and I really don't like to carry a large gun and try to conceal a super large gun. So, like I mentioned earlier, the capacity and the effectiveness of these small guns has become so good now that it, it just makes sense. I can conceal them easily. The capacity is so good. The guns are high quality. I mean, this, this truly is, as you hear a lot of people say, the golden age of concealed carry guns uh, it's just amazing and so if if you don't carry get your license and carry if you're a second amendment advocate which i assume you are if you're listening to this show although there might be some anti-gun people that listen to this show as well as a matter of fact i hope that there are anti-gun people listening 
to this show because I think I do a pretty decent case of justifying why people need to have and carry guns. So if you're an anti-gun person and you're listening to this, hello. <laughs> and uh, hey, if you want to interview with me, uh, I'm open to that. If, if you think you can make a really good case and in a friendly way, and I'll be friendly about it too, if you can make a good case on your side as to why people should be anti-gun, hey, I welcome the opportunity. But I believe that if you're a Second Amendment advocate, you, you first of all, you need to carry. If you live in a state in America where you must have a license, get your license. Uh, I'm in Texas. Texas no longer requires a license. We are now a, some people call it permit, permitless carry. I don't like calling it permitless carry. I like to call it constitutional carry. Because really, folks, that's what it is. The Second Amendment of the Constitution is pretty clear, pretty self-explanatory. Nothing more needs to be said. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So, yeah, all we need is the Second Amendment. All right? And so Texas recognizes that all we need is the Second Amendment. Now, we do offer the opportunity for you to get a Texas LTC license to carry and there are some advantages and I'm going to maintain my license to carry. Uh, one of the reasons for that is because I think Texas has reciprocity with something like 35 states or 36 states so I can do a whole lot of traveling all over the United States with my Texas permit and uh, the other good thing about it is buying a gun. Buying a gun or selling a gun is so much better if I have a Texas LTC. When I purchase a firearm at any dealer, any FFL dealer, they don't have to use their computer to do a NICS background check. I've already passed really extensive background checks to get my Texas license to carry. There's no background check that they're going to do at the dealer better than the background checks that I already went through to get my license. So some states do that, and I, I think that's a good thing. So, But get your license, folks. Stand up and be counted. If you're a Second Amendment advocate, don't hide in the shadows. Don't hide around lurking back there and, and do whatever. Stand up and be counted. There's power in numbers. If you need to get a, a license in your state, even if you're not 100% sure you're going to carry every day, get a license to carry. Stand up and be counted. There's huge power in numbers. Think about that. The, 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 the right that, that people have, the more people exercising their rights, the more people exercise their rights, the harder it is for the politicians to take those rights away from you. Because most people who exercise their constitutional rights, most of them vote. And the politicians know that they vote. And so exercise your rights, stand up and be counted. And if you're ever afraid that they're going to try to take away our Second Amendment rights, let's make sure we have the largest number of people in the United States using their Second Amendment rights. Now, I have international listeners. I think something like from 12 or 13 different countries. 
I'm sorry if you are in a country that does not allow carrying a handgun. Um, thank you for listening to me. If you're an international listener, thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Um, I, I hope that this is educational, even for you. Uh, if your country does not allow you to carry, maybe one day it will. I don't know. And maybe you'll get some benefit from listening to this show. But a huge shout out and a huge hello to all of my international listeners from, I think, 13 countries now. So getting back to why I carry these guns, I think I pretty much made the case. The capacity, the reliability, the shootability, the ease of carrying them and exercising my right is just really awesome. And you know, gun manufacturers, the good ones, which which is almost all of them, they they do a great job of of building these little small guns that shoot like a big gun. It's amazing. You know, these little small guns used to be awful to shoot. And I remember about 16 years ago when I first started, some of the small guns they, they were just no fun. The small guns were terrible to shoot. And, you know, the big guns were easy to shoot. But now these little guns are really easy to shoot. And that's that's another reason why I carry these. Because they're easy. And all of them, for me, are all 9mm. I don't carry anything anymore, any handgun anymore, that's not 9mm. 9mm uh, is just fine for me. Um, I used to be a 45 guy. I don't know if you know that about me. I used to be a 45 ACP guy. Uh, my first handgun I ever owned was a SIG P226 9mm. And it was okay. But you know what I did is I traded it for a 1911. And then shortly after that, I bought another 1911. So for a long time, I had a couple of 1911s. 1911 45. One was a full size, one was a commander size. And I, I carried those suckers around. And I used to be a huge believer in the 45. Uh, at that time, I owned a car PM9, and that was kind of like my afterthought gun. That was like my backup gun, my seldom carry afterthought gun when I couldn't carry a real gun, like my 1911 45 ACP. So I, I was one of those people. I was one of those hardcore believers, and I had two real nice 1911s that I spent a ton of money on, and they were great, but you know what happened is I started realizing I wanted capacity and the eight rounds in the gun plus the one in the magazine, uh, sometimes seven rounds plus the one in the chamber, not magazine. What am I saying? Magazine plus one in the chamber. That just wasn't quite the capacity that I wanted. And the 45 round was getting kind of expensive to shoot after a few years. And I didn't reload. So it was kind of becoming an impractical gun, the 45 ACP. I had a Glock 30 SF because I just could not let go of needing a, a 45. And so I owned the Glock 30 for a while. And I, I'll tell you what, if I were to ever go back to 45 for whatever reason, I'm not quite sure why I would ever go to 45 again. But if I did, I would probably go back to a Glock 30 SF. That was a great shooting 45 caliber pistol. It really was. Um, I, I, was I, I enjoyed it a lot, but just still not as practical as my Glock 19 at that time. And then I picked up a Smith & Wesson M&P Compact at that time, 
and started playing around with that. And I just, I got hooked on the 9mm, and it's fine. And then the ammo started to get a whole lot better, and today's ammo is so good, folks. The concealed carry, self-defense ammo. It's so good, I, I just don't think you need to have a 45 ACP. Now, I, I probably just ruffled some feathers and made some people mad by saying that, but I don't care. I, I just don't think that it's necessary to have a 45 ACP. If you want one, great. If you want one and you love the 45, carry on. Get your 1911, get your Glock 30, get your M&P 45, whatever it is, your H&K 45, and carry on. But I like to have the 9mm. I like to have the softer recoil. I, you know, I love the effectiveness of today's concealed carry ammunition. It's, it's so good. And it just really levels the playing field for all calibers. So that's why everything's in 9mm. The other great thing is uh, 9mm is lower cost compared to uh, many of the other calibers. It's easy to stock up on 9mm. Every time I go to a store and I look for ammo, they got more 9mm out there than any other handgun caliber. When I go online... I see more 9mm being offered for sale than any other caliber because it's just becoming it's becoming more popular. It's the worldwide cartridge. Anyway, it's the worldwide round. And now in America, it's, it's pretty much taking over. And look, there are manufacturers out there that do not make their series of guns in any caliber but 9mm. SIG, SIG's a good example with these P365s. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, there's no such thing, I think, as a P365 in anything but 9mm. They only come in 9mm caliber. Um, that's one that I'm thinking of right off the bat. And that's because manufacturers know that that's what everybody wants today. Everybody wants 9mm. If you're shooting a semi-auto. You know, revolvers are different. But if you're shooting a semi-automatic gun and carrying a semi-automatic pistol... People want 9mm. So I just told you a little bit about what I've been carrying and why and my methodology and how I've thought this out and how this works for me. Now, everything I've told you is what works for me. I'd love to hear what works for you. If you want to come on the show and do an interview with me, just send me a quick email, handgunworld at gmail.com. That's handgunworld at gmail.com. You can call in a voicemail as well, 210-646-1727. Even if you want to just call a voicemail in and make some comments about these episodes, 210-646-1727. Now, the last thing I'd like to add is one more mention about my Patreon page. I have a lot of really good videos on there from excellent contributors in the Second Amendment world that are on Patreon. And I've never put those episodes or videos in public. So for as little as $3 a month, $3. Think about what do you spend three bucks on these days? All right, it, you, you can spend $3 in a flash. Uh, instead of doing that, instead of wasting three bucks a month, how about helping me out here at the Handgun World podcast? Become a Patreon member. Just go to patreon.com slash handgunworld. A link will be in the show notes. And support me for as little as three bucks a month. I'd really appreciate that.
And enough said. Um, if you got comments or questions, you know how to get a hold of me and check it out on Facebook and on Twitter. That's all, folks. Uh, remember, shoot straight. Shoot safe. Make sure you read your Bible every day. And I'll talk to you again next week.